Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. We're all here to ride the MSL wave, the mental strength league. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. G-R-I-Z or G-R-I-E-Z-I underscore 21. What's going on? What up? What up? Uh, Katie just popped in as well to Psycho. What's going on? Live our pool FC. What's going on, brother? Um, welcome, welcome. Reese Puppy. I haven't seen you in a bit. How are you doing? Um, Nasir, Ahmad, welcome. You know, if you guys can hear me all right, spam that heart button. Let me know. Yes, what's up? I'm going to put in these headphones, see if that works better. Can you guys hear me all right? Joe Jackson, what's going on, brother? AA.ron underscore N or Ro- <gasps> what's up? What up? What up, Danny? Welcome, Yo Jordan. What's going on? Good to see you guys. Good to see you. My MSL army. How is everybody doing? How's the week been so far, everybody? What have you been up to? What's been going on? What's going on on your side of the world? Any good news? I could use some good news right now. What's 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 good on your side of the world? And while people join in and uh, give me a little bit of a update as to what's going on on your side, I'd like to welcome everybody to another episode of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show, episode ninety. Episode ninety. I believe we're episode ninety. Uh. Wow, look at that, 90, 90, 90. 10 more to the Century Club, and I'm happy to have you guys along for the ride. For those of you who are joining in for the first time or listening in on the replay sometime in the future, which will be our past, here on the Hashtag Ask the Soccer Pro Show, we talk about the MSL, or we break down the MSL, which is the Mental Strength League. George, what's going on, brother? Good to see you up in your head. Uh, It is a game of four-dimensional chess where you are either an active participant or you are steady getting played. The MSL mentality mindset is the mindset you need to accomplish your goals, and that's what we set out to do every single day, and that's what we talk about here every single week on the channel. Mental health, mental exercise, mental fitness, mental stamina, we get to all of that. We talk about anything and everything as it pertains to life, philosophy, mindset, mentality, and uh, yeah, welcome. If, you, if you're if you just now joining and you want to know 
how this works. You join in live, you drop your questions in the chat box, you engage in the community, you spam that heart button. If you're down with the MSL, you drop your eye in your head emojis and we have a good time here. 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST every single Thursday. As you guys can see on my screen, it's a little teaser, sneak peek as to the, uh, the Black Players for Change mini pitch. The announcement was made, I think, like two weeks ago now with the U.S. Soccer Foundation. Uh, the organization made a pledge of over a million dollars, so $1.8 million to go to 12 mini pitches in the hometown and communities of the organization. Things have adjusted a little bit, so not all the pitches are going in the hometowns because a lot of people have really resonated with the mission and uh, the organization and what we've got going on. And uh, I'm excited for the first official flagship pitch that is getting completed just right now. You guys see a little teaser right there of, uh, of the pitch getting done. And um, hopefully we'll be making the announcement as to the official location of the pitch here soon and the grand opening. So, um, while I start scrolling back through here, getting to the questions and seeing some of the good news uh, that you guys have shared. Um, have have any of you guys been paying attention to uh, or following Black Players for Change? And what are your thoughts? Uh, got that. I got a little hair. Huh. Got it. Ha ha. Um, what are your thoughts? Have you been following it? What's going on? Uh, Grizz, Grizzy said soc uh, school soccer started. So that is good. Joe Jackson said made my school's varsity team on Tuesday. Congratulations, Joe. I know you've been working hard and attending the lives regularly. So um, I hope the show has been helping you in your pursuit. But congratulations on signing to varsity. That's dope. Um, let's see... Uh, live R Pool FC fan page said I got referenced to a football agency. Fingers crossed. Well, hey, good luck. Um, hope that's working out. That's really good news. Keep putting in that work. Um, uh, Yosef said bad news. Ankle sprain. Hey, that's be that's that's better than the types of injuries you could have gotten. Um, but I'm I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, hopefully you'll be getting back to the field here soon, but make sure you're doing your rehab and regen um, to the utmost of your ability. Definitely head over to the YouTube channel and and watch the. Um, I think Ross did. Ross did obviously Ross did a lot of Fitness Fridays episodes. Um, I think there's a couple uh, specific uh, recovery and like uh, recovery sessions over on the YouTube channel. So hopefully that will be helpful. Um, Let's see what we got here. Okay, awesome. Seeing everybody dropping in. Hey, Joe, you already know. Ahmad Hatifi, what's going on, brother? Uh, my uh, my old college teammate dropping by. Happy to see you, man. Um, thanks for stopping by. I don't know if you're still in the chat. Uh, but Nasir uh, Ahmad underscore Afghan said, I have not played soccer for some time. Do you think you can give me some tips to get back into shape? Well, speaking of YouTube, I just talked about YouTube. If you go onto our YouTube channel, so go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash YouTube, 
There it'll forward you to the page and you can search in the top bar. In that, type in out of shape or get in shape. Um, one of the most popular videos on our YouTube channel is how to get back into shape after you haven't been playing the game for a while. Ross did that like two years ago, I think. But you know how we do. The content we talk about is evergreen. So I think that would be a great video for you to watch because Ross breaks that down in detail. And then um, as we're able to, uh, when you guys leave comments below that, we, we respond to those comments specifically down there. So as more and more of you are joining the brand and joining the community and asking questions, we're having to get more and more people on the team to help us manage all those questions in the and and the comments and the stuff that's coming in so you guys are giving me plenty of work to do um but it's good work so keep keep putting that keep investing that time in yourself it's great to see danny.005 dropping the i'm in your head emojis what's going on i'm seeing everybody spamming that heart button which is great to see taya what's going on uh george uh george had asked how is playing with the uh, how is playing with vegas different from dc uh, United. I would say the biggest difference between DC United and Las Vegas is just the level of experience, uh, collective experience of the guys here in Vegas versus at DC. Obviously, MLS is you know the top league here in the states, and you've got a lot of players who've played tens, if not hundreds, of games uh, at the professional level, at the MLS level, at at the USL level. There's a lot of guys who are trying to break into the MLS level, so they might have the desire or even the technical ability and skill, but what they don't have is the number of games in prof- uh, the yeah the number of games at the professional level to gain the experience to really understand how to yeah how to maintain that level. For the entirety of the 90 minutes. I think the difference between a lot of levels of play isn't necessarily that each level is so much technically or skillfully better than the next. I think on on a, on average, it's as you go up every level, the length and time that people can stay tuned in and focused and 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 um, understanding of what's going on around them gets longer. So I think the lower you go in the levels, the shorter the attention span or the level of focus, and that ties into experience, right? The longer you're doing something, the more reps you get, the the more experience that you get. So I'd say that that's the that's the biggest difference that I'm seeing while here. Uh, McNasty stopping by. What's going on? Uh, yeah, George said Griffin Yao got his first MLS goal. Hashtag MSL. That's right. Love seeing my boy Griff get that goal. Very, very composed finish. Very technically sound. Like I've said in the past, and you guys have seen Griffin join in on the ask, on previous ask, hashtag Ask the Soccer Pro Show episodes, um, as well as I think we're tr- going to be getting him here on the Perfect Soccer Podcast here sometime soon. Um, he's he's a talented he's a talented player, and he. He knows how to think the game, which is which is great. And I mean, with at his age, and uh, the time that he has, and the support system that I see that's surrounding him, um, sky's the limit for him. So I was really happy to see him get it back his first professional goal. Um, Grizzy said, "Starting McDonald's work tomorrow. Congratulations uh, on getting a job." I know a lot of people are struggling to find work here during 
during this time. So any job is uh, is is great to have and to see. And you said I finally get to buy some soccer equipment, so I love that as well too. It's it's helping you um, accomplish your goals. Let's see what we got here. Loving seeing you guys in the comment section and just engaging, connecting with each other and sharing positive vibes. Uh, Apollo. Um, Apollo Culture had said, I love the idea. Looking forward to seeing more of what they do, especially as it's related to broadening access to the game in the hood. Yep. See, there, let's switch that up. There will be change. You guys know what it is. We're, the MSL mentality and mindset is cross-industry, cross-cultural, cross-platform. It is an inclusive mindset that accounts for everyone. Everyone doesn't have to be ready. But we stay ready so we don't have to get ready. Which just means we're waiting for everybody to, to open up that third eye. You guys know the 2020 vision. 2020 vision. It's the 2020 vision because there will be change. But yes, I agree. What do you guys think? How long do you think it takes for people to really acknowledge and recognize the value, the influence of the MSL mentality and mindset? I would love to get your guys' feedback. For those of you who have been following the brand and and uh, diving into the mentality and checking out the three S's of self-awareness talk and, and doing your own internal self-reflection and practicing self-awareness, has that been valuable to you? Like what, what keeps you coming back and how long do you think it takes for every, it'll take for everybody else to realize the good work we've got going on over here? Okay, so let's see, let's see what we got questions here. Okay, there we go. Yusuf, we're going to, let's, let's get to it. So I know Yusuf has had asked this question in a previous episode, but um, I think it was towards the end of the show, and I had said, "Hey, this might be this might open up a can of worms," and I wanted to make sure that we'd have enough time to discuss it or talk about it more more deeply. So, thoughts on God? Let's set context for it. So, the way I like to think about the word God in the first place is I think we can come to the agreement or understanding that most people at the very surface level use that as a word to describe something that's out, that's that's omnipresent, that's all-powerful, that's all-knowing, that's either in control or has massive influence over you or us or the universe or spirits or kind of whatever. So it's an all-omnipresent being, right? So I think the first thing in thinking of that for me is, okay, in terms of having the conversation, let's assume that that being, entity, God exists. If so, what does that mean for us uh, as people, 
for our friends, our family, the what we're doing here, and all of that. You know, so the question, the the whole existential crisis or question of I think, therefore I am. You know, what is this? Where are we? What does this all mean? Um, for me, the way I think about it is, I think that we are are we all are our own gods, right? We are. We are of God or we are God. And the way I think about it is, okay, for those who those who believe in God and that God exists, in most religious contexts, God, we are made in God's image, right? So we are of God. We are a piece of God. That means if we are a piece of God, we are God. We are a piece of God. So when I say we are our own gods, most people say like, you're saying you're a God and all this. I'm saying we are of God. So if you're someone who believes in that, I say we are of God, so I think it's not a stretch to say we are our own gods in our own right. So that's one. Then others will say they don't believe in God. If you don't believe in God, then that means if you don't believe in God, then you are essentially godly in your own way because you have uh, autonomy. You have the freedom to make decisions and decide for yourself what you want to do independent of anything else, right? So that's why (laughs) – Yes, so this is why I said this is a question that I was saying we need to make sure we have enough time to kind of dive into, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy to go on this rider journey. So the reason why I break it up into those two pieces is I'm saying whether you believe in God or you don't believe in God, the concept of what God has the ability to do or the influence or the power is relative. And we talk a lot about it on the show in terms of context. I think context is the most important thing when talking about anything because context means what are you speaking to relative to something else? And if we're talking about God, we're saying God relative to us or no God relative to us. And within that context, the word still has meaning. And if the word has meaning, then we can apply whatever meaning we want to the word, which means we have the power to to command our words and make decisions based on what words mean to us. So hopefully you guys are still following with me in kind of how I'm viewing it and how I, how I see it. Um, because for me, that is important to understand if you want to build something of value and meaning over the long term, over a long time. Um, let's see what we got here. Uh, so so okay, Dylan said, dude, this is not right. Dot dot dot. What is not right? Please. Elaborate, but those are my those are my kind of thoughts, my thoughts on God, and how I how I try to understand my personal experience in the world and people's people's experiences in the world that I don't have access to, or I don't have personal uh, a direct experience personal experience in and um oh i forgot i had i'd written it down 
I'd written it down. Or I might have tweeted it out, and I think what I what I what I tweeted was, "If you are God, you realize when you can become the devil. When you're the devil, you don't realize you're God." So that those thought the the kind of the what we're talking about in terms of where I'm where I'm out in times in terms of the thinking the philosophy of it that would be kind of the summary of my takeaways from where where that's at um, or how I would best understand that or can convey how the idea as I kind of think it in my head so Nasir had said Nasir Afghan had said Thank you very much. You guys helped me a lot, and I want to play for my four-year university, which will be in one, one and a half years. Well, keep putting in that work, and I hope, uh, I hope to see you reach and accomplish your goal. So let's see what we got here. So Dylan had said, the idea that we are a, a piece of God is accurate because we made, we're made in his image. The idea is purely a Christian perspective. No other faith believes that. So also, if you're... T- if you're taking this perspective, uh, Christian, I, I wouldn't say no other faith has taken that. Just no, uh, I understand what you mean, but let's see. So also, if you're taking this perspective, Christians believe we are children of God, followers of him. Never we are God or the devil. Just my thoughts. Yeah, no. Okay, Dylan. So I understand that. So if we're talking about relative to the Christian faith, so this is cool. This is good. I appreciate you uh, dropping this because this is this is good. What I'm saying is, Relative to the Christian faith, I know Christians believe that we are ch- you are children of God. But if if we're just talking about in terms of just uh, the genetic makeup of being a human in general, right? You're literally saying you have the genetic uh, makeup, or you have half of the genetic code of your mother and your father, so that's passed down to you. So you are of them. So in that context, that's where I'm saying relative to being of them you're a piece of them so you can say you are of them i understand what you're saying in terms of what god means to people in terms of how it's applied god is considered in the christian faith just an, a single entity a single person that that's detached from everything else and everybody else but you are children of of them of him or of her depending on how you see it or what you think about it even the word and the use of the word children means there's there's meaning behind that. So to be children, that means you're the genetic makeup of that. So that's where I'm saying the link in terms of the terms of you can – I can see the claim of that because of how people can choose to use the words. Um, uh, we are all children of God, followers of him. Never we are God or the devil. Okay, I understand – but then also when you're saying we never are God or are the devil, but you're also saying uh, sin, we are all sinners in the eyes of God and and just we are all sinners because we are not perfect. But sin is a creation of what? The devil. So if 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 you're if um, if sin is the creation of the devil and you are a participant in sin, so there are parts of you that are are the devil. And you're, and that's why when I'm expressing in terms of you're a god when you realize when you can become the devil, which means you're following God's words or in, in terms of the Christian faith, you're following God's words 
or God's practices or what he believes you should do when you recognize the, the times at which you could be doing the devil's work, right? But the moment you're doing the devil's work in this context, you are not of God. You're not in alignment with him or following him or her because you're sinning. So that's where I'm saying, for me, the way in which I, I, I bring it together in terms of my understanding, regardless of religious context or background, it's saying the word God is, or the use of the word God is dependent on how you act in the world um, relative to yourself. But, um, yeah, we can... I appreciate you sharing your thoughts, though, because I'm sharing mine. And um, loving this. Uh, K23 Hampton said Quincy would make a great philosophy teacher. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, let's see what we got here. But I, I appreciate that question. I know you'd asked that before, and I was like, ah, I got to make sure we got enough time to get into that one. Um Soccer Dad for Life, drop by. What's going on? Welcome, welcome. Let's see. I think uh, what other questions have come in? Oh, soccer equipment. I scrolled up too high. Oh, George had asked, are you mentoring any of your teammates uh, with Las Vegas? Um, uh, yeah, I've already started working with a couple of the guys here. And... Uh, working on that mental strength, which has been cool to see. Um, you know, we, we haven't had a lot of time, but I think we've made some pretty good progress with a few of the guys in this short amount of time. And I'm, I'm uh, pretty confident that I'll probably be working with some of these guys here moving forward. Um, let's see what we got here. George said, I have a great idea for episode 100. You should get a perfect soccer tattoo. Not quite there yet. <laughs> I'm not opposed to tattoos. I like the idea of tattoos. I, I'm, I don't like the idea of the permanence of tattoos. Um, and also, I guess, uh, culturally, like being a you know Nigerian culture, tattoos are very negatively frowned upon, especially when growing up. I think you know times have changed and it's not as negatively looked upon or frowned upon as it was in the past. But that probably has a pretty heavy influence on why I I like them. I think they're pretty cool, but I I don't believe I'll get to a point where I will actually get one. Maybe if they do some, like, temporary ink type of tattoo stuff, you know, like the last six months or a year or something like that. I'd, I'd do something like that. But the idea of getting a tattoo and then thinking that it's going to be there until I'm dead. Uh, I guess... I'm not opposed to it, I guess, is what I'm saying. Like, I'm not opposed to it. I guess I just haven't found anything that I've felt compelled enough to tattoo on my body permanently. <laughs> um. 
See, Dylan said, how to get your style haircut. It's pretty easy, to be honest with you. This is the easiest haircut that I've ever had because it takes me like four minutes to do. I literally just shave the side up to the top all the way around. But typically, I can only get – you should have seen it this morning because I just shaved this. I just cut it this morning and then I'll always have like a patch on the back of my head because I, I'm not – I cannot for the life of me look in the mirror and have the mirror behind me and adequately, accurately – put it and shave. If I if I try to do it, I'll shave half the back of my head. So what I have to do is I, I do like 95% of it on my own and then either my wife helps me get the rest or I have to I have to I have to ask one of my teammates or friends to come in and help me fix fix the back of it. Uh, Junior Burgos helped me uh, help me fix it this morning. So shout out Junior for helping me out with that. That was very nice of him. <laughs> um uh, live our pool said I have a soccer ball and shoe tattoo. When'd you get that? How much did it cost you? Like how much are tattoos? I've never done any research into tattoos. Okay, if okay, there you go. If you guys were going to get a tattoo, if you have a tattoo, what kind of tattoo do you have? And if you were gonna get a tattoo, what would you get a tattoo of? Dylan said money. You mean you'd get a tattoo of money or or it costs a lot of money to get a tattoo? Let's see. Uh, Live said when I was 18, it cost me 80 bucks. Okay. Yosef said no tattoo. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. All right, so X5. All right, let's do it. A call in. We've got a call in. Let's see if it gets connected. Hello? And bounce. I think people people call in not expecting to get get brought in on the call. The Luca, what's going on? George said, I don't even remember how much it cost me. Oh, man. What would you get a tattoo of? You served, though, right, George? So is that what you got a tattoo of? That would be my guess. Um, uh, yeah, um, let's see. I think I've gone through the questions in the question box. If anyone has any other questions, okay, so live pool had said. So drop your questions in the question box if you have them or obviously in this. Okay, for the Navy. Okay. Yeah, good guess. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. Um, the Lucas said, did you see Zlatan got COVID? No, I did not. Um, I don't even know, like, where he's playing. Or like what is going on? Um, X5 said, no worries. Uh, or yeah, X5 said, bro, I'm sorry, my internet's very bad. No worries, no worries. Um, okay, I, didn't, I don't think I answered this. Uh, my friend said, I'm wild. Does that work with being a defender? Uh, yeah. 
at times. I think controlled chaos. What was I watching? I was watching watching South Park last night. <sighs> Love that show. It's a good show. And I was also thinking about how long ago that show started. I remember being in sixth grade and on one of my um one of my my reports, so I had to like write a paper and on the like you had to have a cover a cover uh page for the paper. I drew Cartman and I and I wrote this paper is like sweet or like A plus or whatever. I got like a I think I got like an F. <laughs> I think I got like an F or a D on it because the teacher was mad that I wrote uh, a South Park character on the front of my of my of my uh, paper. But I guess I was just thinking about that show started back at least before then, so that's at least twenty years, and that show's still going uh, going strong, which I thought was funny. I'm tying that all in to the fact that uh, being wild, and I was thinking of Professor, uh, Professor Chaos. So that's Butter's alter ego is Professor Chaos, right? And being wild is okay if it's controlled. So controlled chaos. So if you're, if you're perceived as wild, that can be an advantage to you on the field because that means you're unpredictable. And being unpredictable is an asset on the field. In my eyes, I believe being unpredictable is a positive in some ways, but I also know it is negative in others. Coaches want to be able to predict what you will do on the field because they want to be able to control what you do or at least fit what you do within their system. Um, and I understand that, but I'm also a believer of giving players freedom to learn and to explore and to learn from mistakes. And the best way that they can do that is um, having the ability to make those mistakes, have faith, have trust in their coach. Um, so it's a balance. And I think that's what the balance of coaching is because structure is also necessary so you can learn. Um, but I, I, I'm saying, I'm saying all of that to really say, are you being wild just to be wild or are you being wild strategically? Are you doing it with a purpose and um, what's your purpose? And is that purpose going to help you accomplish your goals or is it going to deter you from accomplishing your goals? I'd say something with me, many coaches throughout my career have, have tagged me and branded me as um, a wild card, right? Or unpredictable. And that has not been a positive, that has not been a positive thing that helps you in your career in many ways right? Um, but it's understanding yourself and if you're okay with that and if that's who you are. So for me, I understand why I'm branded that way or I would, I'm perceived that way because I am, right? But it's strategic. Um, it's a way in which I view the game that I guess is considered unorthodox. So I think there's been a few coaches in my life who have understood me in the sense that I'm the type of player that uh, if you tell me what you're wanting and how you're wanting it done, just give me the freedom and trust to believe that I'm going to go and execute on that to the best of my ability. Um, but being 
being told that you cannot express yourself and you can't be yourself is something that I'm not, I'm not okay with. I don't, I don't agree with that. I, I think that is the reason why many people don't have access to the sport and don't have access to the game and don't have access to positive experiences. That's why I'm, I'm so stubborn when it comes to that. And I'm so um, strong-minded and opinionated when it comes to those types of things, because um, I've, I've had a lot of experience being on the short end of the stick of a lot of stuff. And I want to create spaces and abilities and pathways um, for players, parents, coaches, individuals to, to not have to experience those things. And I mean, that aligns with the, you know, the organization, the Black Players for Change organization and the work that we're doing and the, and the ways in which we're creating paths to a more equitable game, a more inclusive game that uh, gets this play to pay to play system out of here, um, or at least doesn't limit everyone's ability to participate just based on money or their lack of it or access to it. Um, Let's see, we got, okay, shout out to our goalkeepers, um, A-S-A-R-E-E-L underscore M-T-Z asked, what are some tips you have for goalkeepers? Well, the first tip I'd have for goalkeepers, which would be most direct, is I'd say go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash login account, create yourself your own Perfect Soccer Team membership account, because there is now the ultimate goalkeeper blueprint in the Perfect Soccer Team membership area. Um, that book um, ha is, is um, an aggregation of a lot of the thoughts and experiences of Alec Can. He's a goalkeeper for Atlanta United, as well as Stuart Seuss um, is a contributor to that. And was there a third goalkeeper? I'm not sure. But I know Earl Edwards Jr. will be helping me with that here soon when we've got a bit more time, a lot of, a lot of irons in the fire, a lot of stuff's been going on, but I would head over there because that'll get you, um, that'll get you some great information on, on, um, on the goalkeeping perspective, because I think um, who better to learn from than some professional goalkeepers. And that's why we've got that in the training center um, for you to get access to for free. So go ahead and uh, check that out. Let's see. Let's see what we got here. It's already getting dark real quick, huh? Uh, all right, so Danny.005 just had asked, hey, Quincy, I've recently been moved into playing as a forward for my natural position of left back. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, do you have any tips on what to focus on playing as a forward? Yeah, usually it's forward to left back, not left back to forward. So, Danny, what is the reason – why do you think they moved you from left back to forward? Like, what's your skill set? What is it that the coach – sees in you or you see in yourself for why you've made the, 
the transition from left back to forward. And if you could give me a little bit of information there, I could hopefully give um, uh, a better specific answer. Sage of DVZ just dropped in. What's going on? PG Sports. Paul, what's going on? Welcome. Thanks for stopping by. So as I'm as I'm waiting on a little bit more context for Danny, because I know Danny's probably typing that up right now. Um, has anyone got themselves a perfect soccer match ball yet? Because the perfectsoccerskills.com slash store is live. We've got a, a lot of MSL merch. I think uh, oh, uh, order came through. Earl Earl uh, ordered a couple a uh, couple T-shirts on the store. To, uh, was it today or yesterday? So I saw Earl's order come through. I've seen a couple of people ordering the mini ball. We got the mini ball five dollars special. The only downside of that is as of right now, the the mini balls are in delay because uh, they got held up at um, at uh, customs or at the what do you call it? yeah at customs. So those will be hopefully in stock here soon so we can get them shipped out, but you guys can still place your order um, as well as the match ball, the full match ball. What I've noticed is a lot of people who are getting the mini ball, they're also purchasing. Um, uh, they're also purchasing the match ball, uh, but the match balls are in stock. So we get those sent out if you're, if you're going to match ball. So if you have a match ball, let me know your thoughts on them. You have any feedback? You like the ball. You hate the ball. It's good. It's bad. I'd love to know. All right, so Danny uh, gave a little more context. So Danny said, he transitioned me to forward due to my speed. Although my shot is a little wonky, he placed me up top for my speed so I can reach the long balls and through balls in the midfield on my team. Okay, so if you're – okay, if you're, you're fast and you're going to make a lot of runs and getting behind on the defenses, that's great and that's good. I think you should – very much focus on uh, repetitions of finishing. So um, getting a lot of shots, getting a lot of shots on goal, but not necessarily, you don't have to have a goalie in there and it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be like trying to hit upper 90 and upper corner. No, you're wanting to just get really comfortable with the goal and being in the box and just passing the ball into the net, brush the ball into the net. My college coach, uh, Dwayne Schaefer used to always say that just brush the ball, right? You're wanting to focus on remaining composed in the box because that's what, most players don't focus on being in the box and that's why uh, goal scorers make all the money because they figure out how to gain composure inside the box. So um, your focus should be on not rushing once you get in a goal scoring position or a goal scoring opportunity. And the best way that you can help do that is to get as many repetitions when you're not in the game, right? Like off the, on, um, on your own, um, uh, in your own personal training. That's what I was thinking. Uh, 
long day. Been up, been up like since seven, just training and conversations and interviews and meetings. Um, the full day. Let's see. You get any light? Oh, there we go. Got a little bit of light at least. Um, uh, Joe Joe Jackson said, "I got to get a video up of me using it. It's amazing. Love that." Um, yes, please shoot some content, man. Tag us in the account. We'd happy to reshare. Shout you out. Um, yeah, we want to see you guys using the products because I need to know if they're any good or if they're worth selling, continuing to sell. Uh, so the feedback is great. Uh, Paul said, it's lit. Yeet. Um, Danny said, we also, we also typically play with two forwards and I can give good passes. So he's placed me up there to also help out on the second forward we have. Okay. That's good. So you've got vision and you, um, you can create, um, you can complete, you can complete uh, penetrating passes. So I think something that's difficult for young players to wrap their head around is most coaches are going to try to tell at the younger, at the younger age levels, most coaches are going to try to tell you to not take risk because they want you to fit whatever it is that they're trying to do. But what I will tell you is it's the players that take risks and learn to create threading passes and passes that break through lines and break down defenses. Those are the ones who get picked up, scouted and make it higher up uh, the game and the levels of the game. And um, I know that's, it's sometimes that can be difficult to understand. Wait, you're supposed to listen to the coach and do what the coach says. Yes. To a degree. And that degree is your ability to figure out when not to listen because you need to take risks and take chances to create opportunities um, going forward. Um, and, opportunities for you to learn from making mistakes. So that's also to say, if and when you're trying to make those passes, you're trying to dribble, uh, shoot, do those types of things. It's the players that um, keep trying, keep, keep at it, uh, forget about the mistake and move on to the next. Those are the ones who set them, who, who I see making their way up the, up the, up the ladder and creating more opportunities. Let's see. Uh, Sage of DBC said, do you, do you intentionally, let's see, what is it? Do you intentionally take shots on top of shots in games or do you wait for opportunities? Uh, me personally, I, I wait for opportunities. I tend to like to create opportunities and space for my teammates. Um, uh, I think if you guys watch the replay of the game of Las Vegas versus LA2, um, what was that last week? Uh, I had two assists in that game, and much of that came down to uh, my movement off the ball and creating space for the midfielders to run into as the game progressed. So if you start to watch the game from the perspective of not just following the ball, but following players' movement off the ball and where they're moving and how they're moving – to create space and to set up opportunities for other players. It's just a different way of playing the game and understanding the game. So as I've gotten older, I've, I've learned the thinking, the tactical side of the game uh, much more. 
Whereas earlier in my career is much more athleticism and, and, um, and pure effort based. I still give the effort, but I'm, I'm, I'm smarter about how I give effort where and when, um, which allows me to create more opportunities for my teammates around me. Um, but, um, but I think the way I'm approaching it is with the understanding that I'm not in the beginning of my career, the way that players when they're first starting out are very focused on just, um, you know, taking uh, hundreds of shots and it doesn't matter <laughs> if they score or not. They're just taking all the opportunities. Maybe it's making their teammates and, and stuff super angry, but I, I understand why some players choose to go about it that way. It's just, um, it's how you choose to play the game. And I think that's what we really talk about here. The game of life on the field, off the field. Uh, Paul had asked, did you pick 25 for Las Vegas? Yeah, I'm number 25 here. Uh, Scotty Phillips said, you're the GOAT. Thank you very much. Um, the Luca asked, have you ever tried to play FIFA or currently play? I used to play FIFA uh, back in the day, especially when I was in Colorado with uh, Ross LeBeau. But uh, a fun fact, I basically really just stopped playing FIFA after Ross came to me one day and just said, he, I think he won a game of FIFA, which he rarely ever did, right? But he won a game of FIFA and, and basically it told me like, I don't, I, you, I can't even have fun playing you in FIFA because when I win, I feel horrible. Like you don't make it fun to win. And that was the first time that I realized that, that how, how not fun I was, I was making the game for my friends when we were playing FIFA, because to me, winning is fun, which means if I lose, I'm not having fun. but many people play the game for fun. And for me, I'm, I was just too competitive. I don't, yeah, I don't want to play for fun. I want to play to win <laughs> because winning is fun. And if I don't win, then it's not fun. And what I realize is, well, because when I don't win, it's not fun for me. That means it's not fun for everybody else, which means people don't want to play. And I realized that, okay, well, it's not worth playing games in my mind i made the decision well it's not worth playing the game if i can't play it for fun uh because that's why people are playing playing uh fifa they want to have fun and enjoy themselves and if i'm yeah, just i'm not i can't casually game i'm just super extreme it's either we're playing to win or i'm not playing at all so yes i've played fifa i do not currently play fifa um just don't have the time Two, two boys, wife, uh, pro soccer, uh, black players for change organization, consulting work, perfect soccer. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Too much stuff. Um, though I hope to get back to gaming sometime soon. I'm, 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 I'm getting better at saying no to stuff and, um, and, not spreading myself too thin and learning to be okay with having time and not having to keep doing stuff. I think we, t this goes, I guess, back to the beginning of the episode where we're talking about like 
uh, genetics and you are of your your parents and and uh, the environment that you're growing up in and all that stuff you know the the Nigerian Igbo mindset is very much go 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 um, my mother's mindset is very is similar and where she comes from very go 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 so that's kind of how I'm wired so um, being okay with um, like taking a break, yeah. being okay with taking a break is something I'm practicing and working to get better at. I'm not good at that. I'm not good at taking breaks. Um, and I, I, I'm aware of that, but I'm learning how, and that's taking me time to do. Um, Danny said, thanks, Quincy. I appreciate the advice. Of course, I appreciate the question. Thanks for Thanks for asking. We got about five minutes here before Instagram's going to kick me off. So if we've got any more questions, go ahead and start dropping them down here below, and so I can get through through them. Um, Scotty Phillips asked, "In your MLS experience, what has good leadership looked like from your team captain? How do you boost team morale in a losing or tough streak?" Okay, um, good leadership to me was um, Pablo Mastroni. Uh, because good leadership to me is uh, practicing what you preach and um, holding yourself accountable to the standard, holding yourself accountable to the standard you hold yourself to. And I think Pablo held himself to a very high standard. And I think he, he was true to his word. He did what he said he was going to do. And he meant what he said. Um, I could, I always, I, I probably resonate with, Pablo a lot because he's a, you know, he's a philosophy kind of guy. He was, he was kind of in the clouds, a dreamer, um, very similar to me in many ways, but we're very different in others. Um, but I guess when he was speaking, I always understood what he was saying and where he was coming from. And I guess what would confuse me is why other people didn't really understand what he was talking about. But now that I can reflect in my career, I understand why guys didn't necessarily understand him fully, but he was a great leader and was able to keep guys on board because they might not have followed what he was saying and his ideas and his philosophy. They might, yeah, they might not have followed that, but they followed what he did on the field. They could see that. So like his play and what he was doing wasn't philosophy, right? It was real. It's there in the moment. And you knew that the standard was high and the standard was he held himself to a high standard. So in, in inevitably players either raise their standard or they fall, they fall to this, to the wayside. So I would say, um, yeah, Pablo's the one that sends out most to me on that. Um, boosting your team's morale in a losing streak. Uh, for me, it's finding the humor in the terrible time. So like I'm a very, dark sense of humor, twisted sense of humor. I find sarcasm very funny and um, irony, extremely funny. So the more dark and twisted or politically incorrect something is, the funnier I probably find it. And I find that during the lowest times and the hardest times in a season when things aren't going well, having that person who can make a joke out of anything and not take themselves too seriously is how you boost team morale. Um, and I think that person's value isn't fully understood or seen until 
there's really, really bad times, but you'll see a locker room and guys acting as if like, like someone else coming in wouldn't realize like, Oh wait, this team is on a huge losing streak or they're like the bottom of the table. Like you wouldn't feel that from the energy there. And I think that's a, I think that's a, that's a skill that not a lot of guys have. Uh, Joe Jackson said, getting the most out of the fort you put in. I'm in your head. Love that. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Official coach Edgar dropped in with the I'm in your head emojis. What's going on? Everybody, if you're liking today's episode so far, spam that hard button. Drop some I'm in your head emojis. Let me know what you've taken away from tonight's, from tonight's episode. Uh, live said, uh, thanks for the advice with mine. Of course. Um, thank you for stopping by. Uh, Scotty Phillips said, thanks for this. I love your transparency. You're a gold mine. Of course. Thanks for stopping by and asking your questions. I can't answer them if you don't ask them. Q a Quincy America questions and answers, but you guys got to bring the questions. I'll bring the answers. Uh, Sage DV, DBZ. Good luck in your game. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, Scotty Phillips out. Yes, that's really good. Of course. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, everybody. I appreciate you joining in for tonight's episode. Uh, seeing if we're... We got here. Yeah, nope. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining this week. Love having you, as always. Um, if you enjoyed today's episode, please... I don't know. Please share it. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Join the newsletter. Shout us out. Purchase some Perfect Soccer products and some merch. Um, Skills Academy, B-Pro, our B-Pro Weekly. Ryan's been doing the weekly programs here for uh, at least three months now. So you can sign up for your weekly subscription for that. Get your very own custom soccer training program, at-home training program. Uh, multiple levels, beginner, intermediate, advanced, every single week. So if you guys haven't gotten that, please uh, please do so. If you're interested, uh, Perfect Soccer Store is live. Get yourself some merch, some apparel, hats, uh, backpacks. I've got my backpack over there. Uh, but, yeah, uh, the Lucas said thanks. I'm in your head. Colby KL dropped in. I'm in your head. Thank you. Thank you, Danny. Thanks. I'm in your head. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. I will see everybody next week, same place, same time. And as always, I'm in your head. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash radio. That's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.